lovely day because we're doing something a little different this morning on this pre-Friday, which is Thursday. So I've got the folks from Stetson Library. Well, I've got the fabulous Diane Brown from the Stetson Library, Miss Elsie Chapman and Miss Althea Norcott. They are board folks. Are y'all board people? Are you on the board? Uh, You got to get close to it. I'm on the foundation board of the library. Okay. So we're having a special conversation because they got a lot going on. And we wanted to get this conversation in. Good morning, Harry. (laughs) Are we having a good morning? (laughs) So we wanted to have a special conversation because they got some activities coming up um, this weekend that is quite important and germane to um, the Stetson Library moving into the the new Dixwell Q House that's groundbreaking this weekend, I think. Yes. Okay. Hi, Diane. How are you? Hi, Ms. Chapman. Good morning. How Hello, Althea. Good morning. I see. I feel like I've seen them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> All right. So the so, so the the uh, the the Stetson Library sits square smack in the middle of the New Hallville Dixwell Dixwell New Hallville Dixwell community. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. And so you've been the librarian for how long? I've been at Stetson Library since. 2002 wow prior to becoming a librarian i was in school okay and what's the best part of your job people yeah working with people so when you when you when you stepped into the stetson library what was your first thoughts prior to becoming a librarian yes when i first started well both when you went prior prior to coming there and then when you became its leader Prior to becoming its leader, I was under the leadership of Maria Tonelli, who was a branch manager at the time. And the best part of my job, Maria allowed me to work with people in the community and bring people in and do programming. And then as time went on and I got my master's degree, I was appointed the branch manager at Stetson. And the first day, once I, um, first of all, I did not want to be a branch manager. The former director, Mr. Wellborn, had basically told me he wanted me to be the interim branch manager and see how I like it. So I went in, and it was good, but it was a lot of work. It was was overwhelming. My role of just being um, an individual in the community to work with people in the community, it was much more than that at that point. So I went one day at a time, and at the end of the first week, I said, this is a lot of work. I'm not sure if I'm the person that can do this. By the end of the second week, I had people in the community come in to ask me, was I going to be the new branch manager? And I told them I was thinking about it. By the true story, by the end of the third week, I had people that told me, if you decide that you want to be the branch manager, we will support you and we will help you. And that began my um, road of becoming a branch manager. And it took me probably two years to actually win the trust of the community and to begin to build Stetson Library as a new type of uh, library. Now, was, this, was, the, was the Stetson always in that location? Because it sits right there in that plaza, Dixwell Avenue. No. Where, where was it before? Uh, prior to that, it was at the corner of Dixwell and Thompson Street. 
Oh. And there's a church there now. There's actually a Carnegie building. It's still there. It's a church now. And prior to that, it was at 217 Division Street and a house owned by Winchester Factory. Wow. So it has its own history. Yes. Okay. So how long has it been on the Dixwell Ave? Do you know? I think it's been on, I always get that wrong. I think it's been on the, it's 1968. Okay. So it's, so it's anchored. Yes. It's anchored. Okay. So Miss Chapman and Miss Althea. So now what are your roles and connection to this library? I'm Althea and I've been asked to work on the campaign as a community person. Mm -hmm. And you Um, are very well known. (laughs) educator at Hill House (laughs) and I think um, one my connections at Hill House have shown me that so many students used to use the library or still do use the library and they look at it as a safe place Diane's a wonderful librarian I know firsthand that she has this attitude of yes when you go in sometimes uh, different places people turn you off Mm -hmm. but she wants to hear what you have to say and she says yes i had to do some tutoring i don't think she remembered me when i first came in yes i do and she uh she immediately said sure you can be here you can tutor and i tutored some students uh preparing for their ged um but that's the type of attitude anyone that comes in uh she will say you know what do you need how can i help uh, I've talked to a lot of people recently who have spent their lives on Dixwell Avenue, and they said it's always pleasant to go in there. They remember going to the old library up further up Dixwell Avenue, and it's been a place of refuge for children after school. Dallas Dancy, who used to have a daycare center, yes. used to bring her children over to the library. Um Alice Johnson, who's been in the community forever, so she always loves coming into the newest library, sitting, reading books, and she loves seeing the kids come in with such confidence, either by themselves or the parents drop off, and then the parents coming in and doing activities. So Diane's done a wonderful job, and we're so excited about this new building expanding all Mm -hmm. the good things that she's been doing. So that brings me to the next question, next question, because you just can't move it in there. You've got to raise some money. That's right. How much money do y'all have to raise, Miss Chapman? Well, everybody knows the answer to that question. <laughs> 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 but I certainly don't mind answering it. I'm Elsie, and our goal is to raise $2 million to outfit the, uh, the, the new Stetson Library. That doesn't mean that the building is going to be built and totally outfitted for the $2 million. Just to give a little bit of background, the whole project is about a $9.2 million project, but $7.2 million of that will come from a combination of state funds and city funds. We've been very fortunate to get the state on board, to get the city on board with Mm -hmm. this project, but um, uh, the, the Library Foundation Board, I'm currently president of the New Haven Free Public Library Foundation, which is the 501c3, the fundraising arm of the library. And we you are got a little closer, yes. We are committed. There you go. We are committed to raising $2 million over what the state and city will provide so that we can have uh, books databases, technology. So we have exactly what we feel, everything that we feel we need 
to open a first class library on day one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> tell me a little bit of some of these activities that you have planned because you've got something is going on this weekend, Saturday. Well, Saturday, Saturday is the groundbreaking of the Q House. You know, we've been talking about this Q House for a long time. I came into New Haven in 2003. And shortly after I arrived in New Haven, I heard people talking about the Q House and how great it was. Opened in 24 and from 1924 to when it closed in 2003, it was the hub of the Dixwell New Hallville community. Everybody came to the Q House for cultural, educational, um, all kinds of activities. It was the, 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 the center of that particular community back in, in its heyday. And then it closed, and there were people who were totally committed to ensuring that the Q House would, would reopen at some point. And I know people who were, worked tirelessly to try to get commitment for the Q House reopening. And then when Mayor Harp came in, <coughs> she was able to get funding from the state to, open, to reopen the, the Q House. And it became evident almost immediately that the current building wasn't going to work. They had asbestos issues. There were all kinds of issues with the current building. So it was decided to take that building down and actually construct a brand new state-of-the-art Q house. Uh, the state um, agreed. We got state funding. And, and keep in mind that the library will be a cornerstone of the new Q house. The new Q House will actually be 54,000 square feet, and it will, ho- it, will house, it will house the library, the Stetson Library. It will also house the uh, Hill Health Center that will move into the new Q House. It will house the Dixwell New Hallville Senior Center, which currently is meeting in the basement of Bethel Church. It will house a youth community center so there are a lot of organizations that will be going into the new Q House. The Stetson Library will be a cornerstone of the building at about 12,000 of the 54,000 square feet, and it'll be a two-story library. So um, there's just a lot going on. Saturday will be the groundbreaking of the new Q House, uh, and then construction will plan- is planning to start uh, early in the spring of 18 because they won't start construction during the winter months. And then once construction starts, 18 months later, we'll have another celebration. Yay. Mm-hmm. Big celebration. All right, so mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the fundraising efforts that you have to do for the library because you ha- you're, doing separate fun- you're doing separate fundraising for the library that doesn't really necessarily connect back to the Q House per se mm-hmm. because they've got their own fundraising efforts for the Q House proper. Is that, am I saying that right? All right. We've been very fortunate to get a $250,000 matching grant. So we've been reaching out to the community, uh, fraternities, sororities, uh, Hill House classes, and we've started getting some of those funds in. The class, Hill House class of 2007, the Hill House class of 1957 have already made contributions. Wow. New Haven Links, uh, NAACP, New Haven Girlfriends, uh, Sister Cities, uh, the Mayor's Fund for Youth and Services, Federation of Teachers, Administrators, 
Delta Sigma Theta sorority. That's my sorority. So many of those <laughs> organizations have already made pledges, and we're looking uh, to gain a few more, or many more. Uh, many of the churches have already uh, made contributions. Dixel United Church of Christ, Varick Church, Springs of Life, Friendship Baptist has taken on a campaign of reaching out to many of the churches in the Dixel community, Mount Hope Temple, and Bible Gospel Center have already stepped wow. up and um, made contributions for this matching grant. So That's amazing. One, 100% of any money uh, brought in with that matching grant will definitely go to the library. So tell me about some seven. of the activities that you're doing to sort of raise this awareness and get mm-hmm. the community engaged. I mean, I know that library is a hub, like it is a hub. Book clubs meet there. I go Every time I go in there, it's busy. In a good way, right? Like it's busy. I was like, man, you know, I was like I could hang out in here. <laughs> a lot of, a lot a lot of people, people do. I know. <laughs> so, so, so I want to know about some of the activities, but also, Diane, we're gonna come circle back around because I want to talk about what your plans are for the new library. Like, have you begun to dream about what kinds of things um, that you could do in that space that you haven't been able to do in the current space? We're ready. I know you are, girl. <laughs> I, I can see it. <laughs> so, but let's talk about some of the activities that you're mm-hmm. doing specifically to raise money, to raise awareness, to get engaged. You know, because I'm sure you're engaging beyond the, the Dixwell Newhall community. Mm-hmm. Like, this has to be a, 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 a bigger issue than just the folks who live in the Dixwell Newhall. Right, I'll New let Hall. Elsie talk about that. But I just want everybody to remember to put on their calendars November 18th. Because there's going to be a shopping event at the library, La La Rue Shopping. Mm-hmm. And they've committed, the organization is committed to make matching funds of anything raised. Plus, that will match our matching fund. Okay. So we're really excited about that event. It's going to be from 1 to 3 at Stetson Library. Okay, November 18th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, of some of the additional funding, uh, we mentioned earlier that we're looking at a $2 million campaign. We've already gotten commitments to a little over $1 million. Oh, okay. So, uh, so that's, that's where we are right now. A little over a million dollars has been pledged. But we are particular, and that's from some, some, some large donors, um, and we, we know that we have, more, we have more to do in that regard. But what, what, what Althea mentioned, the $250 challenge, that's a challenge that was put out there by the Seedlings Foundation, and it was designed specifically to get community people to make contributions because, you know, everybody can't make a, a, a 25 or a 50 or a 100 or $200,000 gift. We just don't have that capacity. But so we decided, along with Seedlings, that anybody who makes a gift starting at $50 and going up to $10,000, that's the cutoff, will be matched dollar for dollar as part of this $250,000 challenge. And and those amounts were determined based on what we felt the community would buy into because this is a community library. And, And we feel that if, as a community library, it should encourage community involvement and community commitment. And so people might say, well, you know, $50, even that's a bit high. But if you get five people, you get five people, maybe from the same family, 
and each of those five people chip in 10 bucks. So that's 50 bucks. And you say, okay, this is a contribution of $50 from the Bailey family, just by way of example. So now the Bailey family will be part of that matching money. So there are ways to do it. But the important thing is to get buy-in from the community. This is the Dixwell New Hallville Library. Anybody, of course, can come to the library, but this is such a sense of community, just like the Q House is a sense of community for that neighborhood. We want this library to continue to be a sense of community and a sense of community gathering, just like the current Stetson Library, thanks to Diane's leadership. So tell me a little bit about this thing that's happening Friday, the Greater Give. Is that still going on? Is that happening? The Greater Give that's happening Friday. Yes. The Community Foundation also is working very, very closely with us. We are the first, I think we're the first ones to be part of this new program that they've instituted. They are allowing one organization, and in our case, this Friday, the, the, the Stetson campaign, to anybody who makes a contribution going to either going to the website of the um, community foundation anybody who makes a contribution to the library uh, can do so and every contribution made on Friday will go towards the Stetson campaign normally as in most cases when you give online there is a small processing fee that's charged the Community Foundation has agreed to waive wow. all processing fees. Now that's pretty there big. There will be no processing fees. And, and anybody in the fundraising business knows that there are people these days, I still give by check. Um, there are, <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I will give online, but I do so much by check. I realize that I'm old-fashioned. But there are, we, we've had this conversation. We've had this, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people these days and i was saying millennials until Bab, Bab, uh, babs corrected me she said not only millennials <laughs> but a lot of people would prefer to do all this online so we've made it real easy for you to go online make a contribution to the stetson campaign on friday and all the gifts coming into the community foundation website on friday Will be given to will be given to the um, the Stetson campaign as part of the match, and the website to go to on Friday, and I'll pull it out. We'll pull it out, yes. and we'll say it. We'll say it. Right. But yes, I, so I wanted to make sure we got that in because the Greater Give is a big deal, and uh, and you guys are the first to, to benefit from this new program by the Community Foundation of Greater New Haven. So this will be a wonderful opportunity for people to sort of make their money count, not pay those fees, and really do some good for this particular community in this library. Now, I just want to add that if for some reason you can't give as part of the great give, say next week you want to give, obviously you can write a check or you can go to the library library's website, nhfpl.org, and that'll take you to um, the uh the location on the website where you can make a donation to the library. You can still donate to the campaign even after November, November 3rd. You can still do that. But we are so focusing on November 3rd because the groundbreaking is November 4th, and November 3rd is just an opportunity for you to give 
through the Community Foundation website. And um, the, uh, the uh, website for the Community Foundation is bit.ly slash next Stetson. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash next Stetson. N-E-X-T-S-T-E-S-O-N. All one word. So that's where you go on Friday to make your contribution through the Community Foundation. After Friday, if you want to make a gift to the library, you can go to the library's direct site. And um, that's and we have set up, that's nhfpl.org, and then you can get to the portion of the library's website where you can make a contribution. We have set up a special website uh, just for the campaign if you want to go directly to that website, and that's www.nextstetson.org. That's www nextstetson.org. You can go there anytime. That takes you directly to where you can make a contribution. Any contribution you make will be matched. It's just that on Friday, there are no processing fees to make an online contribution. So you feel free to contribute any amount, but if you decide to make a gift over $10,000, it won't be matched. But we can talk about that. <laughs> but it might be a naming. <laughs> but it might be a naming. Let me find and me some. So let, me find, let me find 10 G's right, laying around right. somewhere. If you want to get more than 10,000, <laughs> we can work it out. <laughs> so if y'all just tuned in to Love Babs Love Talk, I'm not playing music today. I'm talking to the folks from the New Haven Public Free Library, specifically the Stetson Library, because they are in the process of raising money for the Stetson Library that will be the foundation be part of the foundation of the new q house returning and rising like the <laughs> phoenix phoenix over in the dixwell new hallville community so diane brown yes what tell me tell me what you're planning or or what's the bigger dream for programming of the new um stetson library at the q house like what kinds of things that you would like to see happen over there that you aren't able to do in your current space. Have you thought about that a little bit? I, I know you have, but is there like one thing you're like, once I get in that new building, we're going to have boom. I, I think there's two big things for me. Um, number one, we're going to have a larger space for children. Mm -hmm. The children will have their own designated space. Um, I think that's big for that community. Most of the uh, branches have a space that they're able to dedicate right now. We're losing, using, utilizing a large program room space. But that very, that's very exciting for me to be able to allow children to um, be free um, to do what children do mm -hmm. without it being shh, 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 you know, every two <laughs> seconds. I, I think that's very important. And having a separate space for young adults and teens. So okay. I like the separation of the area where people can feel as though they have a space that they can call their own. Okay, that's a nice thought. Um, the next piece is technology. We will be in a state-of-the-art technology library. It'll be um, everything that we could dream of as librarians in terms of technology. Makerspace, uh, the technology, 3D printing. It'll Whoa. Probably, it'll probably be something way past then. Technology changes every second. So we are very excited. I have um, 
an excellent staff. Um, I don't want to take full credit for everything that happens at Stetson. I have an excellent staff. We work together as a team. We're a family. And um, out of that family, I have um, Rory, who is a library assistant right now, library technical assistant. She's working on her master's degree um, as we speak. She's also a certified school teacher. And I have in the studio actually uh, waiting for me is Philip Modine. He is um, our children's librarian. And Rory and Philip are what I call um, 21st century techies. So they're ready with the technology. So I have the staff that's equipped and ready um, to take our children, our teens, and even our adults um, in right into uh, the new, the newest technology. So we're very excited about the technology. One thing that I can say is that um, what's going to be different for us, um, everyone looks at it as, oh, it, it, it's all going to be good. But I think the, the big change that's going to be for Stetson staff and probably even the community to wrap our hands around and get used to is the space is going to change. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change from uh, a space that we were able to just transform um, anytime we wanted to do something, <laughs> we just made it happen. We've had people meeting in our kitchen. We've had people meeting in every nook and cranny in, of the library. But there's some, there are some positives in that, in that we're always so close mm -hmm. physically. We're always so close to one another and interact with one another. So getting adjusted to the space is going to be a little bit different for the staff. And one of the biggest concerns my staff had when I went, first went back with the new plans, which I see Althea has out, is that where are where are we going to be? Where's our office space? Are we going to be close? Is somebody going to be upstairs? Is somebody going to be downstairs? So the staff has a little bit of um, anxiety about not being able to be close to one another mm -hmm. um, in, in, a, in a close working environment, which we will we, we will we, we will adjust. But I, I say all that to say that shows you how close we are as a staff. For most staffs that I speak to want to get away from one another. People don't want to work close to each other. <laughs> it's like I wish her, she didn't have to share a space with me. I wish she had a separate office. And then they ask me, well, where's your office going to be? Is your office going to be close to where we're at? So, um, and, and the community is going to have to also get adjusted to that as well. Because when you come to Stetson, those that have been there, and I invite those that haven't been to come and visit. We can actually sit at the circulation desk and see the entire branch. Okay. With the exception of the program room when the doors are closed. But we can still hear. Mm -hmm. So what you can't see, you can hear. And you can see people coming in the front door, coming in the back door. It's almost like sitting in your apartment or sitting in your house. But now it's going to be a little bit different. But I, I think um, I have no doubt in my mind that we will, we will adjust. And the space is going to be very important for us to do a multitude of different things um, at one time and have the space. And um, my calendar now is already booked. Community calendar now is already booked into 2018. Wow. So, so it's tough. We, there are people use it as a meeting space. Yep. And so there's so many things that are going on. We've just very excited. We've just started our first children's book club with a young lady that goes, um, that she was an alumni of Hopkins, mm -hmm. and she is going to be doing a book club for African-American boys in grades four, um, fourth grades and fifth grade from Wexler Grant School. And that just started yesterday. So it's the first children's book club that we've had, at least since I've been there. So these are the kinds of things that we would like to grow, but having the space and then moving 
closer to Wexler Grant School. I see. We will be on the opposite side of the street, so we'll be much closer. And they could come over. Yes. You know. Yes, and we've just reconnected with we recon, we reconnected with the school in the Norway because there's a new principal, and he's very excited about uh, us moving across the street and being closer to Wexler Grant School. And all the other schools, um, the, the the Mayo Learning Center, Hill House High School, and all of the schools. Um, just one thing I think is really important people need to know. Stetson service area is from Broadway all the way to the Hamden, New Haven town, Hamden, New Haven town line. So we have King Robinson School, Lincoln Bassett School, Amistad School, um, Hill House High School, the Mayo Learning Center, Wexler Grant. Um, all the daycare centers in between. So people need to know that they're, we're not just Dixwell, as you said when you opened, and I applaud you for that. We go all the way down into Newhallville. Stetchen originally was built in Newhallville. Mm-hmm. So I want people to understand that it's not just a Dixwell initiative. It's we service Dixwell and Newhallville. And one more thing is that we are the library at the Q House. We're not technically in the Q House, as Elsie said, we're an anchor. We are, you'll be able to walk from the library into the Q House and vice versa, but we'll also be able to close off from the, from Q, the house, Q House and you can go into the library from um, outside entrances that does not affect the Q House. So I want people to be clear that we're not going to be inside of the Q House. Um, architecturally speaking, I was told it's called, we will be at the Q House instead okay. of inside. That's the Q like house. Y- that Yale language. You know how <laughs> Yale says, yes, you know, yes, 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 <laughs> right? Yes. At, I think yes. at is that Yale language. Yes. Is we're, like, we're, we're, we're not in there. We're at right. there. <laughs> but we're very excited. The staff is excited, and the programming that we have now will continue. We don't want people to think that we're just going to start anew. We will be adding some new programming in, and um, but we will just be able to expand what we do on a larger scale. Well, you, you'll be next to the, the senior center, which I think probably provides opportunities to do some library programming around elderly or older folks. I'm starting to get in that generation, that, you know, in that community, <laughs> those 55 and older people. Actually at one time, the senior, the Dixwell seniors meeting space was the Setson library. When I first became a, um, a librarian, these Dixwell seniors were meeting in, that's in library. And we still do some things with the seniors, but that would give an opportunity, like you said, for us to have a closer bond and mm-hmm. to do more things with them. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. We, nice. we try to service everyone in the community. I know you do because I pop in there every periodically. I'm like, whoa, what's, you know, it's a lot going on. Let me just mention that if you come on, when you come on uh, November 4th to the groundbreaking, we will have diagrams of what the new uh, Stetson Library and the new Q House will look like. So if you want to, I know sometimes it's hard to visualize just based on a verbal explanation what this exciting new space in the library is going to look like. Come on out on the 4th so you'll have an opportunity to actually see these diagrams so you can Fix in your mind what this exciting new space is going to look like. Well, people are buzzing about this, so that's a good thing. Everybody is excited. I mean, the Q House has been a long time in the making, right? And uh, and no, and a lot, and there was a small group of people who did not lose hope or faith in this. And the fact, and then when I found out that the Stetson was just going to go right across the street there, I was like, whoa, how cool is that? I think that's a very innovative kind of thing. So let me just veer off um, message a little bit. So how, 
Are there any other librarians of color, Diane? Are you the only one? No. Um, actually, now, uh, so I want people to understand, when I first came to upon the New Haven Free Public Library via Mr. Wellborn, the former director, who was my mentor, there were several African-American librarians in our system. Um, I can, I, there's five that I could think of right now off the top of my head. I won't say their names. But that was also inspiring when I came because uh, they, they were there. And at, as time went on, they moved off into bigger cities and, and moved on. And at one point in time, I was the only African-American librarian. And then we now have um, an African-American librarian at Wilson Branch Library. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty and, library, um, too. Yes, yes that's, that was our newest edition. And um, since then, there's a young lady. Um, in fact, there was a story about uh, written about uh, Paul Bassett, a story about a young lady, Tyshawna Neal, who grew up in the Dixwell neighborhood. And... Um, she uh, sister was taking care of her and she would come to Stetson Library every single day um, because her sister was working. Her mom had passed away. Older sister stepped up and was the new mom. And um, she doesn't mind me sharing the story. We, we've talked about this. And um, she will come every day to Stetson Library. And I start to mentor her as a as, as a as a child. And um, as time went on, it was time to graduate high school. and She went away to college. She went, able to wait, went away to college and we stayed in contact and she came back and she got a job working for New Haven Free Public Library. True story. And she called me one day and said, Miss Diane, I think I want to be a librarian. And I, I just couldn't believe it. I cried because I, I just couldn't believe. She says, I think I, I said, she said, what do you think? I said, I think you make an excellent librarian. Well, she got a master's degree in library sciences and now she is in second command at Fairhaven Branch Library. So she is a librarian and I want to pay... <clears throat> that respect <clears throat> to Mr. Wellborn because Mr. Wellborn said to me, one of the reasons why I'm going to mentor you is because I want you to do as I did in my career. I want you to find as many people as you can to mentor, to become librarians. And I want you to also look at African-Americans that you can mentor to become librarians. So I have uh, Tyshawn and I have Aisha Banks who also um, worked for our library system, who is now a branch manager in West Haven. Wow. I also met this her. is I, such a good I story. Met, I, I met Aisha <laughs> when she was, I met Aisha just when she was about to graduate to become a librarian. And she was also another young lady who had lost her mom at a young age. So their stories are similar. Mm -hmm. And I began to mentor her. She came into our New Haven Free Public Library system, left, went to Hartford for a while. And then the job opened up in West Haven. She wanted to be a branch manager. So um, I gave her a reference and now she's a branch manager in West Haven. So um, right now in New Haven, there are three African-American librarians. That's good to know. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I wasn't sure how many. So, I mean, I knew you, but I didn't know anybody else. And, and for me, librarians, I hold such reverence for librarians. You know, they're like right up there with my minister, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you just revere them, you know, because they just hold the keys to all the information. And so you just sort of like, you know, throw rose petals at their feet and just like, you know, that kind of thing. So I just add to... Diane's story, um, I went in for a function at the lot of Stetson, and I saw a former Hill House student, and come to find out, he was working there, and Diane said he had just come in, volunteered, was always in the library, and she just embraced him, Mark took him in, <laughs> and uh, said, you know, do you want to learn how to be a librarian? And 
every person on that staff is helping him to pass the test. Oh, like, really? The test. He's taking, and I just he's get chills thinking test. about it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to take a test to be a li- become a library technical assistant. Okay. And he's been with us now for, I didn't realize it was that long. It's been 10 years. Okay. I took him and we were working on the mural in the front of the library. He oh. was a, a vol- he volunteered his time with Catrell Storm to paint the mural. And he was a Hill House graduate. And he would come every single day. And I said, do you work? And he says, no. He says, um, I'm coming here every day, miss, because I don't want to be a statistic. True story. I don't want to be in the street. I don't want to cry. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in the street. I come here every day because I don't want to be out there. This gives me something to do. So I went to Mr. Wellborn and Mr. Wellborn said, well, when we get some money to bring a part-time aide in, we can look into hiring him. So keep him around and keep him close. And several months later, Mr. Wellborn stuck to his word and he hired him. And 10 years later, he's still with us. Wow. That's a wonderful story. Oh, my gosh. I love these stories. Yeah, all kinds of <laughs> All kinds of library mm-hmm. stories. And she That's hasn't really even talked about all the programs. Chess right. Club. Right. Tell right. All the, you know, the different we, have a, uh, we have a kids cook club with Tennille Murphy. We have a chess club. Um, I used to do chess club when I was a kid at the downtown library. All right. Well, we have it at Stetson. And listen, our chess club. It's not two or three children. Um, our chess club on a good Saturday is 25, 30 Whoa! children. Whoa! Right? All sitting right. down. Whoa! Right down the middle of the library right. floor. Right. The children's computers are off. And every child, some of them are as young as five years old. And it's not just chess. We have Ed Tremble and um, uh, Sean um, Reeves. And they're not just playing chess. If you listen closely, if you come in and watch them playing chess, they're talking about making moves in life. That's what chess is. That's and how so I learned chess. They talk about if you make this move and if you make that move, what are the consequences that's right. of making that move? That's how I learned so, chess. So that's what these children are learning. We have um, tutoring. We have homework assistance for children that need homework assistance. We have the chess club. We have the kids cook club. We have Africa's Me, which is Hanan Hameen, who's a certified school teacher, um, whose father is Jesse Hameen. I know. I follow him on uh, social Hameen. media, yes. on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Yes. So she comes <laughs> and does Africa's Me once a month. Um, we have so many programs at Stetson. We have uh, the new book club that I told you about. There's so many programs going on. Sometimes I don't, I don't want to. I, I'm, I bring my little cheat sheet because there's so much going on. We have um, actually Steve Roberts, um, who actually, um, I think he graduated from Hill House High School, but he came to us two years ago, and he's a black man that skateboards. He's like in his... Oh, yeah, party. yeah, yeah, yeah. We call him Skateboard Steve. Yes, yes. And so he has this this site, and it talks about black 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 kids don't skate. So he's a skateboarder, and he him and his friends come to Stetson Library volunteer every Saturday for two hours and they teach children how to skateboard. We have um, had a donation of 15 skateboards and we have 15 helmets that were donated. The parents just have to sign a permission slip and the children go outside in the back. I, and they learn I've, how to skateboard. I've come through there. I, he asked me, are you showing up to skateboard? I look at him <laughs> like, uh-uh, but thank you for kindly asking. <laughs> and we also have a program called take it apart and make art where we take um, old pieces of technology. In fact, the radio station, if you have um, some type of board or something that you're no longer using, instead of tossing it, you call us. You hear that, Harry? We'll come and pick it up. <laughs> and and we, we may have to have Harry come with us. And then as the children are taking it apart, you will explain what's inside this particular piece of technology. And then the children take it and make a piece of art. It could be earrings. 
It could be something that they oh. make. So um, maybe we can have you come one day and, <laughs> and take it apart and explain because children are always taking things apart. I think that'd be apart. a good idea, Harry. And we have them um, stay and play every Monday morning with our children's library. Those are children, um, small children, moms, uh, grandparents, uh, caregivers come. And this is stay and play. And you come and hang out with your children. And Philip leads you in song and, and dance and, and movement for children. Um, it's getting very big. And one thing that I want to say, um, promote today, is that um, we have been working with the LGBTQ community. Um, um, a lot of people are a little leery of that, but it, it's, it's, it is what it is. And we don't shy away from things. We've been doing some stuff with the um, New Haven Pride Center. And um, we are going to actually have um, Drag Queen Story Time. And we've I love to, that. We've spoken to some parents already. Oh, I've seen that, that done in places. Yeah, they have no problem with it. So as long as the, the parents have no problem with it and sign off with, uh, on it, we're stepping to some ground that some people may not agree with. Oh, uh, I'm um, for you. There's a lot of people in our community who belong to the LGBTQ community. And um, Philip, who is openly um, a part of that community, my children's librarian, um, he's been connecting with with people out there and um, the families are very um, happy about it because we have a lot of young people who, are, who want to come out and we have a lot of family. We have individuals who are part of that community and doing programs at the library helps the parents and caregivers to explain mm -hmm. um, this community of people. So that's something that I really wanted to uh, talk about. And what we also have is uh, an ongoing local author series. We had yes. Chase Taylor, who's yep. an autistic young man. Um, he came on Saturday and he did a book talk, um, Letter Critters, and it was it was it well attended. So any any local author that has written a book, I never say no. You come in, you bring your book, we schedule a time, and you do a book talk because if you can't do it at home, Where you can can't you start it? at home. That's where right. Else can you do it? See, so all local authors are Stetson. welcome to come mm -hmm. to Stetson Library. So. That's just a little bit of, of, of some of the programs that we do at Stetson. Well, I so appreciate y'all coming in today, um, you know, because it was a whirlwind romance to get them all in here today. So I, I so appreciate it. So Saturday, groundbreaking at the Q House. Yeah, right, right. Friday, the, great, the Greater the great give, give online. Right, right. And if you miss Friday, come Saturday, bring your checks, bring your cash. <laughs> Bring your credit cards because we will be able we will be able to bring your Apple cards. Pay. So <laughs> just just bring your funds. You've heard the story of all the stuff that Stetson is doing in the community. How can you not give? How can you not give to this project? We are doing so much in the community. So come on out. Give Friday online. Come Saturday and give in person. And after that, just give. Thank you and so much. Can I Come say something? Saturday, yeah, you can say the something. 18th, Saturday, oh, Saturday the 18th. 18th for the uh, LuLaRue shopping event. Okay. And I just want to say, we have had people, <laughs> not millennials, come and give checks directly to me at Stetson Library, and I've turned them over to um, the foundation. So um, nothing stops you from riding by Stetson to say, let me go in and give a check for $20, $10. I had a woman that gave $10 and I cried. She said, honey, this is a part of my social security money. 
And I said, you don't have to do it. She says, but I do have to do this because this is for my children and my great-grandchildren and those that follow. So you can come by Stetson Library at any time and drop a check to me, um, and I will write you a receipt, and I will turn it over to the foundation. So and people who want to pay online, you can come to Stetson Library, and we can put you on a computer, and our technician can walk you through the process to also go online. So if you miss these opportunities, whenever Stetson doors open, we can always take that money. Thank you very much for being here, ladies. Thank you for the Thank opportunity. You. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. Oh, it's my pleasure. I love the library. I do my part. Do my part. So thank you all for listening to Love Babs Love Talk today on 103.5 FM WNHH. Live streaming on New Haven Independent and Facebook. I'll be back tomorrow. I've got a lot of people to talk to tomorrow. And, you know, tomorrow's the maiden launch of uh, Criminal Justice Insider at 9 o'clock. So stay tuned. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.